This is episode 10 of the Filmmaking the Hard Way podcast. I am Josh Folan, and unlike previous installments of the Long Dormant Pod here, I am not having a coffee with a talented filmmaker in the low-to-micro-budget filmmaking space. Thanks to the global pandemic riddle, post-apocalyptic nightmare this uh, conversation occurred in, no coffee is involved, uh, not that there would have been anyways, considering Shani doesn't drink it, and the conversation occurred over a Zoom call instead of in person. The conversation is nonetheless between filmmakers accustomed to working with limited resources, though, and about a project, or actually two, produced with exactly that challenge. Shawnee Shakru is returning to the pod, and this time we are discussing two of the projects that we produced together, Catch-22 and Love is Dead. Uh, and this is after he had read, uh, Shawnee had read the manuscript of my new book, Still Filmmaking the Hard Way. The book is a case study of three feature films I've produced over the last three years, those two films, as well as Ask for Jane. So this conversation is about his perspective on my recounting of the process for both films that he worked on from start to finish. What I frequently got wrong, maybe a thing or two I got right here and there, and the occasional forgotten anecdote drizzled in from uh, Shawnee's recollection. The book was released July 1st, 2020, and is available digitally in all the places humans read things these days, Kindle, iBooks, Nook, Kobo, etc., as well as in paperback uh, on Amazon. So... Away we go. I'm here. Uh, I'm Josh Follen, and I'm here with... Shawnee Shukru. <laughs> and we're going to talk. Sure that... <laughs> it, doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be clean, bro. This is just the two of us bullshitting. Uh, so you've read the book, or at least a draft of the book. Um, mm-hmm. You, uh, Well, first question, actually. Do you hate the Google Drive? <laughs> yep. I remember reading that line and actually laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Pat is actually like the amount of times Pat has said it's on the Google Drive to me on other projects too. I'm like, just send me the link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, every it's every fucking movie I do. It's uh, it's hilarious to me. It actually, as for Jane, uh, because it was their first film and like the whole reason they hired me for it was like, that's why uh, they were, they were kind of just like, okay. And they were like, and they were great about it. Uh, but most projects I do, the person I'm working alongside or working below is like, fuck you. I'm like, it's better. <laughs> like it's better for everyone, man. Makes things so easier. But it's just funny that every project I fucking have at least one person is like, nah, man, fuck that. No way. <laughs> I just don't look at it. Yeah. It's like, if it's on the Google Drive, it's gone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> funny though, until, until it has utility. I actually had the guy that I do all those asylum picks with email me yesterday. Like, hey, the cast deal memos from this one project we did in January or something are gone. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like asylum's not paying me to maintain a google drive for him those are deleted long ago he's like oh man <laughs> i'm like oh you like the google drive now huh uh why do you delete the google drive is it an ocd thing or is it well i mean I, I don't i don't pay for uh like a premium account so i have a limited amount of space so i don't you know i don't keep old projects on there i delete them as we get you know on a rolling basis uh, especially for a higher job like they're not fucking paying me to keep records for them you know they pay you know me what in- annoys me more than the google drive is when actors send self-tapes on we transfer and then you have to download it on your computer to watch the instead of watching i I mean i don't send i won't send a video that i like like that kind of thing well actually i probably would come to think of it uh but i'm not sending people videos very often for that purpose but like bigger things i mean we transfer is great for bigger files you know Mm -hmm. uh but a video if you're just wanting someone to review you can easily use google drive too and it can be reviewed on that 
that's, yeah. another, that's another that's a whole different debate shawnee put it on vimeo i can't stress it enough yeah, it's, well, the thing is with Vimeo, you have a side, like it's, there's a file, unless you, again, if you're paying, unless you're paying, mm-hmm. you know, 500, uh, is it gigabyte? 500 gigabyte? 500 That's gigabyte. true. No, it's yeah. 500 megabyte, right? 500 gigabyte? Five gigabyte. What the fuck? Not enough, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. enough. Vimeo, Vimeo's really taking a, shush. that's a whole different topic too. Vimeo's taking a, a much less user-friendly, filmmaker-friendly stance lately um, mm-hmm. with, with their premium account shit but uh anyhow uh we're not talking about fucking vimeo and and fucking uh we transfer right now you brought the, up the google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh well i guess uh to start uh I, you know and we you know you you we've obviously bullshitted a lot about uh, uh for a couple of days now since you since you took a look at it and uh you know you sent some uh, mostly it was like, you, you know, even you, you were, you self-censored yourself and, and, kind of, and what you said in the email to some degree, it was mostly just like anecdotes and stuff. And a lot of those have been mm-hmm. implemented, but like in a more general sense, <laughs> what was it like going through those two things on paper? Like through the, like, what was it like experiencing those two things through the prism of my fucking writing about them like that? <laughs> like just in a general sense, what was it like re-experiencing those? Uh, you actually, you kind of broke up there on that sentence for whatever reason, but I think I, I think I got it. Do you want to repeat it just for yeah, audio? Yeah. 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 So, so basically I was just saying like, what was it like to re-experience those mm-hmm. two fucking films again through the prism of my long form writing about them, uh, in kind of a general sense, less about like specific little instances and more kind of just like the general feeling. I think you actually maybe touched on it too and saying it gave you anxiety the whole time. <laughs> it definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I just read The Disaster Artist not too long ago, too. And in this whole quarantine, I picked it up a few times. So, you know, like, the, that's an exaggerated account of making a movie. It's insane. Sure. But uh, it definitely is anxiety. It's, for some reason, I remember uh, Catch, even though it was longer ago, I feel like I remember, maybe it was because it was a longer shoot, but I remember those details more vividly. And, yeah. You, there was nothing that I, there was no time when I said, oh, I didn't remember that. Or, you know, really? it, it was all very clear, actually. Unless there were certain things that I wasn't there. I was like doing something else at the sure, time. Sure, sure, sure. But I would say to, to sum it up with one word, it would have been anxiety for sure. And, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, the thing like you work so hard on, uh, on the film and even Misty Button, the film I directed, at the, like you're working this hard. So eventually you get to the point where, Oh, thank God I don't have to watch this film ever again. That's where it is. Like, when was the last time you watched either of those films? Uh, I mean, I haven't watched them. I'll check that. I think I watched Catch 20. There was a reason I watched Catch 20. I sat down and watched it one time just for like <laughs> no particular reason. Uh, but yeah, I mean, other, uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, anything I work in that capacity, that, that degree of intensity on, yeah, I don't ever fucking Yeah, but like be starting out, I thought, you know, like for the rest of my life, people would be coming over to the house before I shot the first time. <laughs> I'd be saying, did you guys know I shot a movie? You want to watch it? Let's watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this has happened zero times. I would have to leave the room. Because you remember, I remember what I was doing when we got first sure, shot. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's, ex- that's exactly what it is. Because you can't possibly, uh, in my opinion anyways, you can't possibly watch it from the perspective of an actual audience member. You're watching it 
through the lens of yes exactly that knowing exactly what was happening some you know god knows what fuck storm happening just frame right of the thing that you're watching you can <laughs> begin to engross yourself in the story like that's you know exactly i'd love to sit down with myself from 2014 <laughs> whenever we started and just feel like just out of, for pure my own like satisfaction be like all right list out your expectations <laughs> in this whole process <laughs> what do you think is going to happen where is it going to go like you're going to have a good time doing this and it would be I, I would love to just laugh at what the old former self would uh, for sure, have for to sure. say about it that's a, it's funny you say that that's exactly one of the like you know i have these so i made these questions for this fucking thing and i have like their questions that apply to all three projects that i can ask both you and kate and then there's also like project specific things that are just like things between you and I or things between her and I. Uh, one of the things that I wrote down for you and I was exactly kind of that in that, like, is there any chance that you can possibly recall and are willing to tell me what your specific first thought was when I suggested, and we were on second Avenue walking out of that theater. And I was like, what do you mean? You're not going to write that. Like we should do that. Like what the fuck was your actual first thought? It'll never happen, but we'll go ahead with it anyway. <laughs> My hand was broken, remember? I, had, I was out of work. I had nothing to do. I, I was like, oh, yeah, let's make a movie, Josh. Sure. I, I never thought that. That's where the title came from. I said, you know what? I totally just call it based on the other story. I never thought we actually would make the film in a million sure, years. Sure. I completely yeah. forgot that your hand was broken. I have no recollection of that. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that, 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 that. Like that magnifies the situation so much better. It's such a better <laughs> image. I can't believe you. I had a I real head fracture. fracture. I, can't, yeah. I can't believe you. I mentioned that in any of the times I've, we've talked about that. That, ex, you know, that little story has been something we have uh, hung our hat on <laughs> a great deal throughout, this pro, or throughout the process of making that movie. I can't be like, and my fucking hand was broken, man. <laughs> <laughs> My elbow, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah well, I, I just assumed you remembered. <laughs> yeah, I totally my elbow that. Was broken. yeah, you totally should have played up the woe was me on that part of it. Um, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I just never thought it would actually happen, but I was happy to go ahead with it because it was, you know, something was, different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. that's why. Yeah, I was, I, you know, I was going through this stuff and like, you know. Uh, it's funny you say you can't rem like there's so much of it that you, you remember everything like i'm terrible about that i got like borderline early early onset alzheimer's or something like, i forget shit constantly and i there's so many things it happens all the time like talking to eric uh, a friend of ours for obviously someone listening to this that doesn't fucking know us <laughs> like he'll always mention stuff in the bar Grant, granted there's like another layer to why we might not remember that stuff but like exactly, i was gonna say yeah. <laughs> uh but you know even in work stuff like just i don't know this fucking some of the so much of this shit can run together so many every product you do enough of these fucking things and it's just like yeah like crazy shit happens constantly and like you can't file all that stuff away uh i'm so bad about remembering that stuff so there were so many things like little things that are great like you're talking you know, what were some of the anecdotes that you mentioned like the the fucking like the texting every night from our location guy uh the first week like you guys gotta get the fuck out like i and like yeah. the, you know I, I remember viscerally i remember you how how funny i thought it was that you were so stressed out about it uh, about like our situation, but I didn't remember the, like the nightly, maybe you weren't showing it to me. Maybe that's something I don't remember. Cause I didn't, you I was trying not to, I think I was taking it out with Fritz more and, and Fritz was like, yeah, you know, I was kind of going to him. So I didn't have to sure. bother you with it. Sure, but sure. The, the thing is we had just signed a fake contract. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. 
games. We had no reason to be in that apartment. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally you totally. kept saying it. I was like, Josh, we're going to get kicked out. And you were like, no, we have a contract. They can't kick us out. I'm like, yeah, but the person who signed the contract doesn't even live here. They don't own the building. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I, I remember going up to Fritz too and being like, you know, I was green. And I was like, Fritz, this is the worst job ever. And he's like, well, what, why? What, what's going on? He goes, well, on one side, I have like these people saying we have to get out of the building. And then I go in and I have to bother our team with it. And it's like, I feel like I'm the bad guy here and the bad guy here. And then Fritz goes, well, that's producing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the job. That is the exact job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Always the bad guy. Always the intermediary and always the bad guy. Yeah. That, that yeah, is, that but that nice. first night of shooting, I remember being on the roof because we got that shot from the roof on the first night, I think, right? And I got my phone was blown up with like text saying, "You guys need to be." Well, out. No, dude, no, actually, that was not. That was the you're saying the the limo shot, or I'm sorry, the the time lapse shot. No, it was Mikey walking down the street. Uh, oh yeah, was, yeah, the yeah, suitcase, and we yeah, shot yeah. it on our roof. Yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. We spent a lot of time on the roof though, actually, because I remember getting a picture of the special effects team working down there too. Uh, yeah, you might have just been hanging out up there for that though, because they were that was like they were just hanging out in the front yard. So, yeah, oh, we, it was definitely just hanging out. Oh, well, you know, we could have been doing the time lapse shot. That could have been at sunset or something too. Mm. But, yeah, we we got the time lapse shot of the sunset up there. We got. Uh, we shot, yeah, at night we shot the from the roof for, for some of the just long shots of the guys walking mm -hmm. around. And then we also uh, shot the limo, getting in the limo shot from up there too. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, if we'd been kicked out at any point, the movie was gone. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not going to go back and reshoot the first four days in a new apartment. That we still would have had to find. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we would have been completely fucked without that. Like, well, I mean, just honestly, just in general, you know, it's – we. Uh, we there's how the there's if we would have had to do the whole stuff some like i don't know i maybe you know you get pushed into a back into a corner and you figure shit out and that's kind of what this stuff is about too so mm -hmm. maybe not but i feel like there's no way in hell that we could have done the movie at literally any other apartment that i've ever been to in new york and and mm -hmm. a decade living there like yeah it was we looked out yeah, between the, the we, backyard. It was, it was a serious gamble that we took. Yeah. Yeah, sure. but it worked out. Yeah, we would never have found, for what was it, 1500 I think? Uh, I think it was two, two grand. Weeks. Two grand, two, yeah. Two grand flat, I believe. But, the, yeah, the, I mean, we, you know, we, being able to dig the hole in the backyard was critical, so we didn't have to, mm -hmm. like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we'd had to go do that somewhere else, and, like, where the fuck would we have dug, like, who would have let us dig a hole? Mm -hmm. and you know and like been able to have total control over it, lighting and then also have somewhere where we could stage out of with that level of convenience and like not with uh no expense required you know what i mean like just i don't know and then we obviously we had the the the, the scene we shot with jace now with the band-aid thing where he fucking cut his hand like that happening mm -hmm. in the neighbor right behind that you know behind the thing like that was a whole nother scene that we kept pushing you know multiple to, to different nights so like that you know, if we if that God forbid we could have found somewhere else to do it, if we wouldn't have got to it that night, we'd have had to bother them again and like the uprooting mm. ourselves on potentially three different nights and then you know just there's so many things about it that we couldn't have pulled off. I think mm -hmm. at least the way we pulled it off without having it all be in that one place. So yeah, I mean, that was a, a good note about the first aid box for any new filmmakers. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking too, like uh, even on Misty Button, I didn't have a first aid box. Yeah, luckily didn't need it, but yeah, it's one of those things you don't think about until. 
something shit happens. goes wrong. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've been I've been out here on on bigger movies where you know it's not my. I mean, you know, I guess I'm the UPM. Everything's my responsibility in those cases. But it's a higher job. I'm working for a company that's supposed to have all the shit provided there. I'm not going out and buying shit out of my pocket. You know, I'm not the one on the hook. I'm not the producer. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's shit like shit happens, and we don't have you know, it's not it hasn't been thought of, and there are no supplies in the vicinity. Mm. <laughs> it's just like ah, uh, yeah, it sucks. Safety first. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So moving on through my little, my little line of questioning here, the how right or wrong was I about your reasoning for wanting to make the film? If, is there any chance you remember that part of the book uh, where I was? I yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think like, you know, the biggest part of it was, I, I actually thought that this could potentially be an insanely lucrative project also. <laughs> That's how green I was. I, I, how many times did I tell you that <laughs> it is not going to change your tax bracket? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, unless we got lucky. But yeah, the, uh, so I had motives, different motives. I thought that we were going to make, you know, going in, I was like, okay, let's, we're going to make a great movie. It could potentially, we just been to Sundance. I was like, I want to go back there with our film. <laughs> so there was definitely like a materialistic side to why I wanted to shoot the film. Uh, and then the other thing was, yeah, I had been working on it for a long time. And, but just like fucking being at bars, talking to bartenders about writing it. So, you know, you definitely, uh, lit the, the spark or whatever for getting into it and then actually making the movie together. Uh, you know, the, the character that we kept the name Shoney for is, you know, not like me at all. We're very different. Uh, grew up different places, had different experiences. So of all the characters in the story, even he's probably the one I would feel like the least similar to. Um, so that kind of, but the, uh, but coming from having a shitty time before that film and being like, now like I was living this new life and this is what I was doing with the movie was very important. And it's such an important uh, project, you know, like it, it just created, the, it was a beginning for me. I know you like, you were already well into your career, but it was a huge beginning and it was a start too, um, which I, I, I talk about that, this project all the time, but the, I, I wouldn't say I regret that we kept that title and my character name in the movie. It was, it was what we wanted to do. Right. Um, but I definitely, uh, I didn't feel a connection with the character, which kind of like, you know, Made took that side of Yeah, yeah. It, it, it didn't feel weird at all. It, 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 I mean, the whole reason that the title was irony, you know, so it was like, but the, uh, the fact that he'd been in a rough uh, spot, sorry, my thing, and, uh, and the fact that I was coming out of one myself, there was a connection with that for sure. For sure. Cool. cool. <clears throat> um, what are some other, uh, I mean, you, again, you, you know, you fired off some like just things I forgot, but like, was there anything when you were going through where you were like, no, that's fucking not how that's not right. <laughs> 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 no, I think I think the only uh, the closest thing to that was I thought you played down how long uh, of a thing finding the funding was. Right. Like I was right. reading it, maybe just because I was so involved. But I'm <laughs> reading it, and it's like it sounds like we just got the money like that. Almost, but well, not like that. But it was such a grueling, uh, right, right, 
grueling encounter trying to find money for that film. And there was so much failure and rejection, which, you know, never hasn't stopped. But there was, it was definitely, uh, yeah, there, I would say the, the pre-production side, uh, I would have focused a bit more on. Um, the actual shoot, I mean, that, that's chaos too. But I, I, when I think of that, I think of the two Kickstarter campaigns and especially uh, when we failed Kickstarter and had to do a second campaign. And people that didn't realize they were never charged the first time, messaging them and saying, hey, yeah, listen, you didn't get charged. We need that money again. Right. That was probably the most humbling part. Of the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, getting yeah, crowdfunded is atrocious. I mean, the, any outreach where you're going, hey, give me money for my little thing, like that's, it's awful regardless of, of what the context that you're doing it in, you know? <laughs> like whether, exactly. Whether or not they think they've been charged for it already or not, like it's, it's, it's a suck email to write, uh, no matter what your enthusiasm level are or how humble you can make yourself before you do it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, with, like, yeah, it's almost like I kind of write the, the fundraising portions of those, of all three of these movies, like, you know, there's, there's almost, to me, there's almost like a, it's a given starting point that it's a long, fucked up, awful process. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get through the plot points here again without trying to write a 400 500 page book <laughs> right yeah <laughs> but yeah you know forgetting to the the you know and and, and i i i you made made a great point with the uh the jersey guy that tried to rip us off and and you know wedging that in there a paragraph about it at the minimum uh that certainly was uh worth touching on but that's another example like i dude i i think i might have like i mean i can't there's no way i forgot about it but I, yeah, I mean, I don't think there was any mention of it. It's very possible that I was just blown through there and like the timeline of that. Cause yeah, there was, it, it, you know, even with that paragraph, there's like, we, you know, like we talked about, we were texting back and forth, like that also involved, yes, going to look at that, all those, those, like that guy, the guy that tried to rip us off, took us to that crazy studio that was weird mm-hmm. as fuck. And like a suit, like the, you know, it was like a gutted, almost like a, it was like a crack house almost. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like the gutted room and like, Super weird situation that he was taking us to. And I, I think that was that same day that we went and looked at another buddy of yours's place. And yeah, I met that guy that was like the fucking mafia Don or whatever, sitting at those makeshift tables in that warehouse. Like, what was that? You know, like, like, if you go through and you talk about how like try to, cause there's no way we can convey that. We don't have pictures of it. Like there's no way I can convey that to a reader or like how insane mm-hmm. it felt to us or like, you know, and you just, you're there and there's just, you can't, you can't get out of it. <laughs> you know, but like yeah, know. As, 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 as incredible of a story as it is, its ability to translate to the written word to a person who wasn't there is borderline, you know, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't do it justice. Yeah, yeah the, and we, we had to watch that movie that he, he shot a short film. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. That that, cool. uh, we had to react because he kept being like, oh, watch this part, watch this part. <laughs> Which is an insane way to present anything. To say. A couple in a, in a room, I remember, and it right. was raining outside. Right. I think it was called Rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because there was nothing else really going on other than the fact that there was rain sounds going on. <laughs> I actually, you know what you, uh, what I, I was surprised you left out too was the morning I called you. I think it was a Wednesday morning. No, it would have been a Thursday. The papers come on Thursday. Freaking out over what was in the papers in Ireland. Oh, yeah, that wasn't, that was bad to forget. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, the Irish newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, is, uh, yeah, we are. We I, I, I touched on the publicist. Uh, yeah, I gotta wedge that in there. You're right. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, we probably do. We have the. Do you have the 
the the article? I damn you! My mom keeps everything that I'm in the papers for in a like a shoebox or whatever. But I'm pretty sure she burned that newspaper. Right. Yeah, was it? Not, there was no online link. Did we, were we not able to read it? I hope not. I hope it's gone forever. There was. A, it would be funny to have it in your book. The picture. The right. headline was "Movie to be met about Sean's." uh shawnee's drug and yeah it was like a biopic yeah yeah oh yeah God. yeah so i guess yeah maybe we should explain what the hell we're talking about because the person who's listening to this doesn't know but yeah like so you know we hired the, it's in the book that i hired the publicist that we hired the publicist to uh help us market the first kickstarter that we did thinking that we could go outside of our network with it and she reached out you know tapped everything she could uh some like adult film outlets and stuff to market the charmaine component of it she definitely hit on some irish uh news outlets to try to push your side of it uh it being your first film and everything and yes like you know, we didn't know that it was gonna hit her i think we might have known but we didn't know what you know they didn't like send us the article for approval like you might get from some whatever uh press outlets and yeah, we basically you basically woke up, which there I mean how many hours ahead it was probably some stupid time. Five, yeah. <laughs> to your it was mom. still the night before that I was it was like two AM that I was dealing with it because it was like or three AM because it was it was it was the morning there, yeah. Right, right. So yeah, just your mom wakes up and did, and, did, were you, did you prefaced her? Did she know that it was going to uh no, I never she had no idea that okay. there was anything going to be in the paper. And what was the worst part of it was they found a really sad picture of me. I, I just, I look really sad in the picture. And, <laughs> and it's like a gray sky behind me. It was like a, and, and it was in color. It wasn't black and white. It was in color. And it was just a bad picture on me. And <laughs> movie to be made about Sean's drinking drug years. And the, the whole first paragraph, like they got it so wrong. They had no idea this. Was right, yeah. Yes. Cause what you called, what you actually were calling me for, you were like, we got it. We got it. They got to issue a retraction. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a uh, you know a story about fucking the goddamn president or something. <laughs> like, I know, I know. Well, it was the whole and the typical like for newspapers though. But like this was the whole page five. Of the paper. <laughs> this, this whole page, and then the retraction the week later was a little paragraph on page like fifty six. Yeah, that's amazing that they actually did do a retraction. That's great. They did, yeah. This oh, it just man. like one paragraph. By the way, that movie is in the boundaries. Yeah, but that was good. That was good. Uh, that was uh, about a year before we shot the film, I think. Uh, probably yeah, because yeah, that first Kickstarter was in April, and that's yeah, mm -hmm. we shot at the beginning of May, so yeah, it was a little more than a year. Oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this, yeah, you know, it was. That's kind of part of the thing too. There's just with that movie, there's just it was such a long harried road <laughs> to getting funding yeah. and so was, much shit happened. It was almost two years from Second Avenue to the shoot. It sure. was about 20 months. Right. Well, yeah. yeah, which actually is not a long time. I was going to say, that's really. not terrible from like concept yeah. inception to shooting. Is it? Yeah. So, yeah, because it was like August, right? I think they were just really full days is why yeah. it felt so long. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was, I think I still, you know, we were bartending, obviously, uh, plenty. Yeah. Uh, I think I still might have had that thanks bro shit going on a little bit, but yeah, we didn't have shit else to do. So <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, well, you can get away with that uh, the crowdfunding at once, maybe twice, <laughs> we did three times. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did for sure. Uh, I love that 
like that, you know, thinking about like, we talked about, you know, just the feeling of going back to the people with your hand out like that again. And I love the, I love the idea that we were able to delude ourselves into justifying it for love is dead. I'm like, we hadn't even delivered the film that we had taken the money from, from the last one. And like, we had it in our minds that it was I know. reasonable <laughs> to, to go back and say, Hey, I, we're not done with that one yet. Don't worry about it. Don't even sweat it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is fucking delusional artist. Shit. Anyway, that balls on us, right? <laughs> uh, okay. So moving on. Um, is there anything in there that you think I'm too, being too brutal? Yeah, I have a feeling your answer to this is no, knowing you. But the is there anything in there that you think uh, I'm being too brutally honest about? No, I uh, I don't think so. Um, if I wrote the book, I think I'd have probably. Well, the thing is, you you know, you write a book, and it's the people mentioned in the book. You like I, more of a question for you is. <laughs> How much did you keep that in your mind that I don't want to offend these people that I work really hard with? Uh, like, could you have been more, like, a lot more honest? Um, that's a good, that's a good cut question. The, I mean, I, I don't, there's no, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to say that there are no omissions with, that have the intent of not hurting someone's feelings that I don't want to hurt, but I, I don't, there's no, like, I definitely haven't excluded any, I haven't excluded entire conflicts or anything like hap, like uh, events that happened over the course of one of these three things that are just totally not touched on. That was some sort of shitstorm because mm-hmm. I don't want, you know, I don't want to fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about how it might make someone feel. Um, but the, yeah, there are certainly situations of course where you're like fucking, it's just not worth it to, you know, it doesn't like it. Basically I looked at it whenever I had to make that decision, I guess a better answer to this would be whenever I had to make that decision was I, I looked at it. Like, is there something to be learned? Like I was, I'm more than happy, not more than happy, but I'm, I'm willing to have to have a conversation with someone <laughs> if it has a benefit of the overall purpose of the book. And I can point to that as a reason for doing that. If it's just throwing mm-hmm. shit at someone, what's the benefit, you know, like right. there is a, a very specific crew member on catch 22 that I had serious problems with. And I probably, you know, without saying using specifics, you probably know who I'm talking about. And like, I was like Mm -hmm. teetering. I never want to fight like firing people is not my deal, not my bag. And like, I was fucking livid about stuff. And like, yes, there are things that I could point out more about that situation. That would be like, I I would love to vent about, especially in a public forum, you know, but there's nothing to be learned from it. You know, like that. Did you ever consider changing someone's name? Uh, no, no, no. I would, I, yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, it was very, you know, I predicate myself a great deal on like this brutally transparent for better or worse fucking thing. And I think mm-hmm. if I were to put something out publicly like this and there be something that someone could go fucking poke a hole through like that, like that was really setting myself up for uh, a conversation that I, I don't want to have to have, you know? So, mm-hmm. No, yeah, I haven't changed any names. Uh, ex- excluded a few names. <laughs> but uh, the, the situation's there. When the person reads it, everything that is in it, if they want to connect themselves to it, uh, yeah, they will also have in their inboxes or what have you too, you know, so. Uh, right. Yeah. 
Um, is there, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> is there anything that you read that jarred an instance um, where, like, basically, we're, when it happened while we were doing it, you're like, that's fucking stupid, or that's fucking wrong, or that's fucking whatever. Uh, and then since you've caught yourself mid-action on something, and you're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to do that thing that I thought I told him wasn't that was stupid. <laughs> and if so, what was it? Just again, for the purposes of learning. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't honestly think so. I think uh, like having you around on those first two films and then not having you on the third one was the learning curve. <laughs> not the book. And like, like, of course, you read things like the amount of work you did on both films is it's a, it's a reminder more so than the learning. But like editing the film too, and like coloring the film, and it's all such tedious work. Um, on top of everything that pre-production, um, I I kind of uh, about the two films. I think like the least enjoyable part of shooting both of them was being the producer. Like I I would much more have jumped into the creative trenches, but you know, but shit had to be done. Right. And like I I from day one, I've never enjoyed. I don't know if you do or if it's something that you're just good at, but I've never enjoyed producing. I don't enjoy being the bad guy. I like to have an AD around to do that for me. Um, But like catch 22, I felt like my job was like kind of, even though it wasn't, but it it became minding, protecting the house from us being evicted. (laughs) And like so much of what I was doing and saying, like, I think I, the, the actors were running blocking one night. The camera was off and doors were slammed. And I was like, guys, you know, like, we're just rehearsing. Let's not slam the doors. And I'm pretty sure we got into a heated exchange over we that. We did, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, I still think you're running blocking. Do you really have to take the door off the hinges? But at the same time, we're rehearsing. We're about to shoot in 15 minutes. So I see two sides of the story. Sure. But I just hated being in that position. Sure. And then with, like, Love is Dead also was, like, here I'm producing and it's just like not an enjoyable job. Sure. Um, but also wanting to make the films and not having a choice and, and, and sacrifice and whatnot. But then again, you know, like even as the director on other things I've, I've directed since, unless, on a low budget, you're always kind of the producer. Wearing a bunch of hats. Yeah, there's, it's, hard, yeah. it's hard not to. <clears throat> that's kind of why I've embraced it. It's just like, you know. I said to DP once, it was like, you know, I love to shoot a film where I'm not, it's constantly not in the back of my mind that we're way behind schedule and we got to get to the next thing soon. It'd be so much fun. But like that feeling of like, we're behind, we need to pick up the pace um, and catch up has never not been in my mind in any phase of this filmmaking career, which is like, it can drive you crazy. And And I think on both of those films, that was the, the, the thing I wish that like well obviously everyone's going to say we wish we had more money and more time <laughs> but, yeah it was almost like my job was I was kind of like in between or Fritz was kind of in between us and I was like and, and now I've worked with horrible producers since and it's like well fuck you put Josh through this so this is like karma now that you're going to like you know <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. but I learned a lot especially from Love is Dead on like on a lot of different things. And like you said, I think communication was the biggest issue. Sure. Um, and, not, and not having, we, we were just like, the fact that we showed up on set to shoot Love is Dead 
was crazy in, in itself. Like it happened so fast in yeah. comparison to catch. Sure, yeah. And and I, I you sometimes you look back and you're like, well, why were we in such a rush? We should have just taken our time, you know. Right. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't actually really have an answer that. I, th- I think it was just a matter of, you know, we you sent that fucking script to me and like we saw so i think we saw such an easy path to doing it like i like every step of the way we were like like comparatively to what we just done with catch and like i had done this two other times prior to that too uh where i'd fucking worn a bunch of hats and done this crazy little micro budget thing and like compared to those three situations i was like dude this is fucking nothing let's go (laughs) you know uh and uh, I think that was, what one location was huge. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Never happened. But, I mean, but at the end of the day, it's still an independent film and it's not like, I think we underestimated that it's still going to be really difficult. Sure. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. But the script stage happened in a week, you know, the, and I actually love is dead was something I wrote in two days. It wasn't like something I'd been working on for years. It was like, and it was definitely, uh, I think it was after One Way to Pluto, or maybe Fate, one play, someone was told me, you should tone it down, you know, you want to be able to have market value on these things. And it was, <laughs> Love is Dead was such a fuck you to whoever, I didn't remember who it was. <laughs> and it's such a controversial material that I, it's, it's just, it's something, I directed that play again after we shot the film, and it's something I would, I, I never want to touch it again. If someone else wanted to direct it, fine. I don't think I would go see it. Uh, not like it's, oh, it's just groundbreaking, controversial. Piece. It's just, it can be just received so, so wrongly. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's right. like, if you, if you don't get the, the humor and what we were trying to do with it, then like, like people were coming up to me after the play being like, do you hate women? Like, what, like <laughs> it's like, the women would. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> That's like, that was I one guess, of the, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, some people felt like uh, the comeuppance wasn't enough to justify what we, <laughs> what sure, we yeah. did before we got, yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, it's, it's, there's, yeah, and there's, you know, that's why, that's why, you know, like putting fucking reviews of the work in the book was like, that's, I, you know, I was like, so that was, you talk about things I was hesitant about doing, like including that, particularly the incredibly long one. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think it does such a good job of showing the juxtaposition of possible responses. <laughs> you right. know, like this person yeah. like got it. And like, they took all that time to like, not, you know, like that, the length of that is not a, it's, I don't think it's, it's not, I don't think it's meant to, Clearly, I mean, they, they write those things. They don't even know if the filmmaker is going to request to read them. So they don't write them for an audience. Uh, I think that someone takes that long to write that long of a response to it in that setting, a festival, mm-hmm. rev, you know, reviewer setting, uh, because they're trying to justify having a response to it that's kind of a little bit of a understanding of it. Like they have to justify mm-hmm. it even to themselves and then also this person they work with that they like are not saying it's a total piece of trash. Like he has to write right. like three pages of shit to like make that okay for him. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of stage production reviews too. I, I should send over to you. But like it was so mixed. Yeah. Like and, and people asking me like what's wrong with you and stuff like that. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's comedy, you know? Yeah. And it's like and I, I think if the it might have been 20 years too late. Like, you would have gotten away with it maybe a generation ago. But now, like, you just can't make jokes about these things anymore. I don't know. I, I, like, think, I think if we make that 20 years ago, dude, I don't think it – I don't think it, it – that's 
you know, not to say we were like making a fucking sh- like the, a thing that was totally predicated on shock value, but like I don't think it's a jarring enough like that shit's is exactly that run of the mill. Twenty years ago, it's run of the mill, and like I don't think mm-hmm. it's jarring enough to even warrant having been done. You know, without yeah. the context in which we did it in, and I think that's a big part. At least that's a part of what uh, attracted me to it. It's just like it's so like in your face, you know? Uh, but I think like, I think there was actually something to be said too, you know, uh, if you, yeah, but we were, if you listen we were long enough to fun. receive We were making fun of the men doing these stupid sure. things. Right. Or, well, stupid might not be the right word. Sinister. You're right. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the women's reaction to it. And then eventually the women having enough and conquering. Right. I mean, not all of them do, but yeah, that's, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, uh, but the actors, you know, people got it. Like, they, I, don't, I don't think if it was what some people told it was, we wouldn't have got the cast sure. to do it, you know? Right. And, yeah. That, yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah. I, I was certainly took the care to like, yeah, I was, every one of those girls I was incredibly thankful for that were able, they were able to sit down and just look at it from a, you know, an open enough mind to be like, and yes, yeah, see the subtext and not just take it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you are not, if, if you want to hate it, at the start of reading that, if you're looking to hate it uh, yeah. and you don't take the time to read between the lines, it is so easy to take that. Even though like, is it offensive that you would, someone even ask you to read it? <laughs> exactly, yeah. If you don't well, have I mean, an open mind. Ashton is like one of the most hardcore feminists we know. And she has done the movie and the play twice and she loves it. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, you know, sure. the same hot water that makes the egg hard makes the potato soft. <laughs> That's very, that's very, that's a, that's a very heavy thought. I, I have to, I've never heard that before, Shawnee. Yeah, there you go. That's actually one of the things I wanted to ask you was whether I, I don't think I knew that you only wrote it in two days. I, I was going to ask, was there like any sentimentality to Love is Dead outside of just the normal amount that someone would have for a creative work that they fucking wrote? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I think I've been protective of the piece just because of that, like what we just said about how people react to it if it's done in a certain way. Um, like uh, Trevor's probably the hardest character I think I've ever written to execute. Like I, it's such a difficult uh, piece. I mean, I've, it's the only play I think I've directed twice, uh, and I and I and you know, and we did the film, but it's very difficult to, to pull it off when you're when you're making jokes about a guy, you know. I wouldn't even get into what happened to Trevor, but right. people can watch the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I think uh, some of like some of the feedback was insulting, so maybe I was sensitive to that. But I mean, no, the, there's definitely like there's nothing sentiment about any character. <laughs> doing. Okay, just curious. <laughs> like uh, that's that's just a perfect example of like a conversation that I can't believe we didn't have uh, leading into it. You know. Mm-hmm. I think two minute Kenneth those twenty minutes is probably the funniest thing I've written, I would say. And and, and like Pat would agree, who's played Eugene now all three times and and, and Ashton. Um I think that's the easier of the tree to pull off, which you probably agree on. Sure, yeah. I mean that's yeah, we, we knew that, you know. Part of it is just yes, the nuts and bolts of what we were like the producing of it because we had those pre existing actors and it was like a piece that we felt mm-hmm. good about and like I didn't have to fucking act in it. Like there's just a million reasons why we put it up first. Right. Uh, but in general, I think if any director directed it, that play. Right. Well that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yes, like there were nuts and bolts reasons why we did it first, but I, I, a big part of it too was I think our confidence in like we know what this is, mm-hmm. we know 
what we're trying to execute most easily with it. <clears throat> Let's get our feet wet with this little process by putting that first. You know what I mean? And actually, Zach directed it once too. Did right. you see that? <clears throat> I did not see it. No. Yeah, that that was very different too. It's yeah, you know, they went a completely different way with it. Sure. Well, but uh, that's yeah, when you, you put it through another human being, Shawnee. You filter it through another another person. You get a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Word. Um, and... Okay, so I asked you that last question. <clears throat> Name one thing that you saw me do while making either one of these things that you'll 100% never do. <laughs> On any project you ever, you ever do again. I honestly, it's, it's funny, like, when you look at the shit that I write or whatever, but... One thing I never cared for, for whatever reason, was the profanity in your science. <laughs> I always was like, that's, you know what? That's bad energy. <laughs> I'm like, we're already off to a bad start today. And now I got to look at, don't put your coffee cup on the fucking table. I'm like, first of all, I don't drink coffee. Which Another thing I was surprised you didn't put in the book was... Uh, uh, <laughs> never had a cup of coffee. I've never had a cup of coffee. Um, the, um, the, yeah, I think yeah, I never, I never cared for your uh, your reckless profanity <laughs> with the science. science. Yeah. Uh, dude, just like love is dead, it has to be. It has to be. Yeah, I, I expect you to look at that through the prism of knowing me. You know, uh, and every, right, and, and in both these contexts, like there are very few people in the on those sets that didn't already know me, man. And like it's. It's a, it's a, it, it, it fall, it follows suit with my shtick. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Though. The side of the signage is the thing. What do your signs say, Shawnee? Give me one of your um, sign examples. I'm super polite. And I'm like, please, <laughs> please, please don't put not, your, 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 don't put your, don't put it on the camera, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, everything, uh, about uh, the the two films, you know, like after the first one, it's kind of like I'm never doing this again. The second one, I'm never doing this again. And then to go and do one again, like Misty Button uh, was even more reckless, really uh, looking at the page count for day and the money we had and what we did was, and the days were, were it, it was kind of similar to Catch. Um, but like shooting 120 pages in nine days. So it was like that insanity was there again. It's almost like drugs, you know, like, and then you forget how much it hurt and you go back and you do it again. You know? <laughs> but yeah, even though you weren't on the shoot, Misty Button would never have happened without the entertainment uh, formula. Like, <laughs> I just took that and I put it here, but then I, you know, I had to find people. You'd kind of kid the amount of work you were doing. Like you, you were vocal about it, but like, there, from the UPM point of view, dealing with SAG, you took care of all that. There was a lot of things that I didn't really understand you were doing that I didn't uh, necessarily uh, realize I was going to have to do too. And it's, it's an insane amount of work. But after Misty, it's like, okay, I, I've been a lot slower. It's been, well, I think we did Catch in 15, Love is Dead 17. You did Ask for Jane 17, and I did Misty in 18. And it's... I, I've been slower to just be like, yeah, let's get a bit of money and go shoot a feature again. I, and I think, sure. yeah, definitely. I, I think the budget uh, that you guys 
did ask for Jane for is, is the minimum I would go back and, and shoot a feature in again. And, and then uh, I think the, the most jarring part of Catch too was like, I never even shot a, a, a short film. So I was just like, it was a, it was the deep, a giant deep end that I was, <laughs> that I ended up in. Sure. And uh, that was, uh, I actually, what I wouldn't probably do that you did was bring in someone as green as I was at the time. Granted, though, we, we did have things working out. I knew a lot of people. I, I get why you did. I, I knew a lot of people that helped us make the film, and I was able to get a little bit of money because it was my first project. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty, uh, a pretty jarring experience going right into a feature. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I did this. Dude, the, I had, when I did What Would Bear Do, uh, I mean, and I, I had produced, you know, I didn't direct All God's Creatures. I produced and wrote that uh, and acted in it as well. But like, you know, I don't know. I, I had a co-producer. I didn't like, I, you know, I, I had people that were, I guess, you know, and granted I was green for that too as my first one, but I had people that were on the same level. When I did What Would Bear Do, like, yes, I hadn't, I hadn't directed a short or anything. Like, I had no idea what I was getting myself into from the directing side of it. I mean, relative to Misty Button and like, yeah, I had no mm. idea uh, what it meant to make that jump. But like, it would have been so much smarter to do a short first that I directed and know exactly mm -hmm. what the hell um, I was going to be doing. So, yeah, it's funny what you can, how, you, how, how much you can delude yourself into thinking that you can just, oh, I'm like, fuck it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But on the same token, like, you know, I, I think it's worth saying that I, I don't know if any of these, if it, it, any one of them, and like, I don't even know how many of them I'm into now. Like, I don't think if you knew everything that was going to occur verbatim by the end of it, if you knew everyone, what every one of those steps was going to be like, who would ever make any of these things? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like, yeah, it's true. Kind of, I mean, it, it does kind of require just like, fuck it. Let's just fucking see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> like it's I want to do, and I hope hiring. Oh, sorry, go on. No, go ahead. Yeah. Finding uh, in Tuesday, like if you're looking at a formula, like, yeah, you need people to know what they're doing and you need talent. But if you can find people with a little less experience, but with more enthusiasm, that's the person that you want to go with right yeah like in enthusiasm on a film on a, so like people that have only worked on a short versus someone that's worked on 20 features sometimes is the person that's not burnt out and jaded right is the person that you might you might want in the trenches with you learning it as they go For but sure. some experience definitely, <laughs> definitely yeah. helps yeah yeah finding the sweet spot is key man for sure yeah Cool, man. Well, that's fucking, that's my whole little list of things. Uh, thanks for doing my first Zoom call with me. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Zoom. That is a wrap on episode 10 of the Filmmaking the Hard Way podcast. Thanks to Shawnee for taking time out of his busy quarantine to chat about my, about, that is a wrap on episode 10 of the Filmmaking the what the fuck? That is a wrap on episode 10 of the Filmmaking the Hard Way podcast. Thanks to Shawnee for taking time out of his busy quarantine to chat about my impassioned indie ramblings in the book. And please do consider scoring a copy. Again, it's titled Still Filmmaking the Hard Way, and you can find it pretty much anywhere. Till next time.